Deine Familie übt schon jetzt lauthals Weihnachtslieder? Wie schön! Aber zwischendurch willst du dir selbst ein Geschenk machen und einen Moment Ruhe gönnen? Bei DM findest du genau das Richtige. Einen DM-Alltagshelden. Na, weißt du, was ich meine? Genau, Ohrstöpsel. Damit du dieses Jahr die kleinen, entspannenden Glücksmomente würdigen kannst. Genau darum geht's doch zu Weihnachten eigentlich wirklich. Erfahre mehr auf dm.de. Für entspanntere Weihnachten. You're listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, Episode 287. Taylor Swift and the Future of Theaters. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, the number one place to get your animation fix with animation addicts just like you. Each episode, we dive into the wonderful world of animation featuring Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, and everything in between. From hilarious discussions and movie reviews to interviews with industry insiders, this show's mission is to brighten your day through our love of animation. So hop on your nerdy couch, grab some snacks, and get ready to hang out with your animation besties because it's time to dive into to today's episode. Hey there, Animation Addicts. I'm Morgan Stradling. And I'm Chelsea Robson. Before we get started, I have an apology I need to make. Huh? What? Yes. Morgan yes. apologizing so, for something? What did you do? <laughs> oh, hush now. <laughs> so it's been, a, it's been nearly a year that I need to apologize this, but it was just a few episodes <laughs> it's, ago. It's been uh, pulling out your heartstrings. <laughs> you know, I gave... Puss and Boots, The Last Wish, kind of not so great a rating. Okay. And I need to apologize for that because the reason I gave it a bad rating is because I missed basically a big 30-minute <laughs> chunk of it in the middle because I was chasing a toddler in the outside of the theater yes. uh, who was not sitting in his seat. And then I went and I saw it again after we had done our review. So one, I should have maybe let people know that in my review because <laughs> people were shocked. People were like, I'm really shocked you didn't like it. And then I saw it again. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is a masterpiece. This is, is so, so good. good. The animation is phenomenal. It's really pushing limits. The story is great. The villain the is things. amazing. Yeah. And I, I got on this kick and I wanted to watch it again, uh, like last, two, like two weeks ago. And mm -hmm. I decided also because I'm trying to learn Spanish better I decided to go ahead and watching it in Spanish. And I have to say, hearing the whole thing coming from Antonio Banderas again in Spanish, also really great. Highly recommend. And all of the, basically all of the, the, the voice cast came back to redo it in Spanish because they all spoke Spanish to begin with too. So it was just like, well, this nice. is fun. So highly recommend if you want to watch that in Spanish. And if you understand Very it. Very cool. <laughs> or even in Spanish with dub, closed caption in English is cool. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend. I, I still tell people to watch that movie and they always look at me like I have three eyes somewhere and they're like, what is happening? <laughs> Why would you think that I would want to watch Puss in Boots? And I'm Puss just like, in no, boots. no, I know that you're <laughs> thinking this, but you must watch it. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> that's hilarious that's awesome good times so if you haven't seen it go see it it was probably one of the best animated films to come out Dis dreamworks in la last year was fantastic they had the they bad did. guys they had wish they were on it so good things coming out from dreamworks but today we're actually not talking about an animated film but we are talking about theaters so chelsea why don't you take this away so morgan and i didn't get out much this year <laughs> and it i mean <laughs> 
speak for yourself <laughs> as far as like together we de- we weren't we weren't able oh, to like yes. jump in and do a lot of things together just because of our our um schedules and lives had uh just been busy with a lot of things and we were able to come back and I'm actually really surprised that Morgan has become this much of a Swifty and because <laughs> It's always been something like I've always liked Taylor Swift. I've always thought that she was just somebody that was an amazing songwriter and just watching her do what she does and being able to interact with the audience is I've always just been in awe with what she does and how she does it. Then Morgan this year starts like saying I've really missed out. I should have gone to her concert. I should have done these things. I, ha- I FOMO, had FOMO, okay, FOMO, you, FOMO. <laughs> Oh, for sure. If you know anything about the Eras tour which started this year is that it kicked off in Phoenix mm-hmm. and ever since it's just been this mega hit Everyone is talking about it. Everyone is going. The ticket, first off, to get the tickets was this huge hassle of a ticket master and all this drama. And then once you had tickets, they were reselling for crazy amounts, like thousands of dollars each for even nosebleeds. But I was kind of oblivious to all this. Like, yeah, I, I understand that Taylor Swift has her fans, that she's a big deal, that she's been around for over a decade, you know, 15 years at this point. But I get it. I get that she's a big deal. But someone offered me tickets to the very first show. Mm-hmm. She said, hey, I have these nosebleeds. I ended up getting better seats. My friend lives in Utah. And she's, you know, she doesn't have very many friends here in Arizona. She's like, do you know anyone who wants them? They're $300 each. And for me, $300 well, for two tickets. I was, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Taylor Swift, but like, eh. I was a 39 weeks pregnant. I would have been due in a week. And it was like, do I want to waddle around the stadium? <laughs> I just wasn't feeling it. Okay. So I passed up on the tickets. Within a week, I realized that was the stupidest decision I had ever made. And I had so much FOMO seeing every single person in every single city that I follow on Instagram going to this. <laughs> and, and so much that I have, no, I follow people that have gone two or three times. Wow. Yeah. Including that friend. I think has gone and seen it three times in different cities. And I am just like, it is that good that people are traveling multiple times to go and see this. I'm like, I missed out on a huge cultural event. (laughs) And so I had major FOMO and I still do. I hope she adds a second leg of her North American tour after she does the international probably won't, but Wah, wah. <laughs> we're still if anybody has extra tickets to like one of the europe trips like we we might be down for that so let us know we would buy them from you yes, <laughs> yes if sure. you want to get rid of them i mean at a I really reasonable want... price because we're not like scotland or ireland i think is next summer i yes yes i would make they've it got happen. spain as well so we've got lots of options if anybody out there this is a, a shameless <laughs> request if anybody wants to sell their tickets <laughs> at a reasonable price uh, right, right. We I'm will going to take an arm and a leg. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the the point of this being a podcast, though, is one we it was fun to get together, and we we're like, oh yay, we get to see these things again. And it was just it was fun because I brought Marissa, she brought her daughter Pippa, and then we ended up. Um, I was technically sitting in a different seat and then I would like come up and sit in the aisle next to her, <laughs> next to Morgan because she was on the end, and so we would like talk. Oh, and, yeah like comment on the whole thing and it was this grand time and what really like is amazing i think what uh goes well with the podcast is the fact that she was able to go out and and skip the distributors and for her to be able to go through and just go straight to the straight to the theaters in that way it really i mean i think it just democratizes the 
experience of creating community run events at theaters uh, around different movie titles. And it just, I, I love the idea. And I love the fact that she was able to cut out millions of dollars from distributors because I just feel like, yeah, she deserved it. Why why should they get it if she can make a She's phone call? She's such a powerhouse. She doesn't need them. Right. The reason you need a distributor is because you need their access. You need their access. You need somebody to go to bat for you, if especially if you're not proven. Um, so they do, have, they do serve a purpose. Uh, but it's like, in her case, it just, it was so crazy and, and, I loved it. I love seeing that. And I, I do believe, especially since we just went through a summer of all of where Hollywood basically shut down for a long time, there's going to be a gap and the theaters will have a need to fill that gap in coming months. And I'm very excited to see what kind of pictures and what kind of maybe different smaller studios are able to come in and fill those gaps. Yeah, and it was really interesting to see because she just dominated. I think yeah. initially it was supposed to just kind of be a weekend run. At least that's the vibe I got, that it was yeah. a, a limited engagement, you know, kind of like a Fathom Events sort of thing mm-hmm. where you have three days. Um, and so we bought our tickets in August, and even then they were starting to sell out and um, two months before it even came. Yeah. and. And then when I was looking to, we were looking to add tickets maybe later. I mean, the, every theater, all the showings were sold out. And as a theater owner, you had to have been just ec- ecstatic. This was happening. Yes. And they've continued to extend the run, extend the run, extend the run. Give me your um, money. <laughs> and let's see how much it's made so far. So far, it's made $249 million wow. worldwide, which is phenomenal for her. Because for anyone. she's already doing... Yes, she's already doing this movie uh, or this this concert. Uh-huh. Really, let's say max, it would take $10 million to film it and to edit it. Uh-huh. If that, I mean, all you have to do is just get a whole bunch of really nice cameras and set up and hire the people, get the footage. You know, she did it in her final lay, final tour, which was LA. And you can tell that she filmed, they filmed it over like multiple of the LA tours just in case like, Maybe something didn't work out and right. they need to use a different take from a different day, but different angle. Yeah. I know. mean, the cost was not ex- that much. No, no. <laughs> Compared, you know, she knew she was going to make her money back immediately because there were, and again, the demand was there. There were so many people that wanted to go to this thing. Yeah. So this was just kind of a no brainer for her. Yeah. And, you know, for us as a, as people who wanted to go, but also didn't want to spend $800 when it first started, uh, to because you got those tickets for 300 and then I heard so like somebody else offered me tickets for like six or 700 and <laughs> it just wasn't in my yeah. budget. Otherwise I would have like, I've spent two to three, $400 on a ticket to a concert. Um, it was Taylor Swift or Celine Dion. Those are basically the only two that I'll spend that much money to go see somebody, but it was, it just was not in my budget at that time. And so I didn't go and like yourself, I have suffered some FOMO and it was fun to go out like I should I should have made it the in the budget (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. but (sighs) anyway that was I just feel like I just get so I'm so glad that this opens the door for other people and for other studio other studios to come in and even when you have Beyonce came in and she only made about 29 million off of hers but you have to keep that into consideration opening 
was 21 million uh-huh. and taylor swift her she, uh, first day of pre-sales did 37 That's million incredible. on the pre-sales <laughs> and by and then over that was on the first day but then by all pre-sales it was 100 million in global pre-sales oh, and as far as the first weekend box office did u.s projections oh um or 70 to 100 million and then she ended up doing how much 92.8 million its first weekend Jeez. i'm amazed baller <laughs> <laughs> don't mess with taylor that's just in yeah yeah that's amazing <laughs> that's just in the u.s yeah that's amazing yeah i just but Beyonce. And it continued to set, to go over and over and over again. Like they kept just renewing it, renewing it. And you would think maybe this would be risky because it was a three hour movie, mm-hmm. but it was a more expensive premium ticket. Yeah. But if it was so funny because when we were looking at the pre looking at different dates, that all the movies were the Taylor Swift movie, and then all the other movies had one, maybe two showings. Yes. Like the the movie theaters knew this is what the people wanted to see, and so they didn't allocate that much for anything else Mm -hmm. he said this is gonna make us money so we will do it (laughs) right but my point with beyonce is not to throw shade at all but to say that this was only with amc like she only did it with Mm. one theater chain oh and so to be but to be able to have that even opportunity where some people are able to go in so you'll have um there's a lot of different other smaller studios that are coming up for example angel studios is one that has come in and they've they have what is called the Angel Guild, which is part of a people who pay a certain amount of money to be part of their uh, pre-screener crowd. And they end up watching and grading the movies within their pre-screener. And then once it gets to a certain uh, percentage of of like score, then that's when the money that is in their big pot goes to put it into theaters. And so now they've been able to create this new model in order to go in and just pick up these theater screens, which I think is also really cool. So I, I just see, a lo- I just see so many changes in theaters, and I have such high hopes that theaters will stay a thing, because yeah, I just I like the experience. The experience of going to the theater is not the same, and I've seen interviews with Bob Iger. Again, Iger does not like to take the blame. He's never going to say we have a bad. It's always blaming the audience, blaming whatever, and he said. Basically, oh, well, consumer habits have changed. Right. They have the big TV screens and they have the big sound system. So they're able to have a movie experience at home. And so they're just not coming to the movies anymore. Right. And that is a flat out lie. Yeah. If you see the two biggest movies of the year, he's like the the year, you know, I don't know if it was him, but people were kind of implying like, oh, the billion dollar movies are over. That is not true because there was Barbie and uh-huh. that whole shebang you know worldwide phenomenon that barbenheimer was and then there was the super mario super mario brothers movie or not super uh yes it's just it's just your movies bob (laughs) it's just you i mean and that the mario movie people were people are dying to go like yes it's a pain to take your kids out but it's also a fun thing to do yeah to have those memories and to have just the experience getting out together because if you know if you're a mom you want to get out of the house Mm -hmm. and a movie is a great way to do that so no i'm not going to go all the time and blow money on crap right especially if it's you know right now i i'm not going to automatically assume that disney's going to be a good time but the mario movie was great and it was you know obviously shigeru miyamoto who's the main guy at at nintendo and has been since the 80s and he 
was very heavily involved in this movie and approving it and not approving certain things that Illumination wanted to do. And you could, he's a perfectionist and his move, his games and movie is great. So when I saw this movie, it was wonderful and everyone loved it. And peaches. Oh my gosh. <laughs> peaches, 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 so, peaches, peaches, peaches. <laughs> which tangent we went to organ stop pizza <laughs> oh which if you don't know there's this place in arizona and it's a pizza parlor it's, it has two stories and they have an organist who and there's this giant pipe organ with every single i think it's the largest organ instrument <laughs> yeah in the state of it's arizona <laughs> yeah there's just all these different pipes and bells and whistles and it plays every single instrument you could ever imagine and it's just like this visual dancing treat. cats and Dancing cats, yeah. You, if you know, you know. And we always go for birthdays. Like, it's just an easy thing. Go birthday, bring a cake, and we celebrate. But they, they'll, you get, like, a free show out of it, obviously. Uh -huh. And you can do requests. And my son put Super Mario, or he put Peaches from Super Mario. And I wrote it down. I was like, there's no way he's going to play Peaches. Yeah. You know, like, the organ guy? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, he'll play, he'll, he does, he knows quite a few Disney songs, and he'll play those. And, you know, they'll do... Um, under the sea from the little mermaid and the bubbles will come down during that it's oh, really nice. fun and cool you know and i'm like i maybe he'll play the regular mario song but like no way is he going to be playing peaches and lo and behold he played peaches and you could not believe every <laughs> single child in that place it was packed which is always packed right was singing peaches at the top of their lungs and it was hilarious it was so funny that's fun just to witness that like this movie made an impact. Yeah. <laughs> so that song. There Thank we go. So Black. sorry. Sorry, Bob. Uh, that's not true. Theaters are not dead. And he just because there's these streaming services and you can watch things at home, it does not take away from the experience of watching a movie. For example, Barbie. It was a cool thing to go dress up in your pink and go see Barbie with your girlfriends or your friends yeah. or your family or whoever. But like, it was definitely a girl thing, an event to get out of the house because no one likes being in their house all the time. Like, I guess I am a homebody as much as anyone, but I like to get out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're going to hear from Disney all sorts of excuses for their films, why they're not performing well, that consumer habits have changed, theaters aren't the same. That is a flat-out lie. That is trying to spin. <laughs> spin away, like a top spinning, spinning, <laughs> We're spinning. We're going to spin this narrative so we don't look like we suck. <laughs> so, any other thoughts on the Eras tour? And it was fun to it go. Was fun. There were people... Yeah, people were standing up during certain parts. And they were singing and they were dancing. And it was a vibe. It was. And I loved seeing that there were just so many people in on it. And it was very inclusive. I, I figured out, like, after the fact that they have, like, the the bracelets and things. And I was just like, it's, oh, it's yes. such a cool... The friendship bracelets. Yeah, the friendship bracelets. And the, I, I just feel like it's such a cool subculture in American yes. and, and, oh, and, like in international life now like she goes uh -huh. everywhere and <laughs> the pictures of when she was in argentina and they shut down the highway in order for her when the show was done so that she could get to her hotel like literally shut everything down <laughs> on one side it's like packed and the other side is completely empty and i was just like oh my gosh the power <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> yeah Speaking of friendship bracelets, when we went and saw the troll screening, which I know you want to see at some point and then we'll do yeah. a review, um, they gave us friendship bracelets that said trolls, trolls band together or something. And oh, it was funny. just really funny. 
because they were definitely playing off the friendship bracelet because it's all it's like music and yeah. concert and boy band so <laughs> oh, just God. really funny to me uh. that they play they, they, they were riding on the te- the coattails of that that popularity so i have one of those bracelets oh very fun fancy yes i'll give it to you Aww. i'll gift it give you the gift you my friendship bracelet <laughs> <laughs> As far as like looking forward to, we wanted to go in and let everybody know that we're going to try and mix it up this coming season uh, of the Rotoscopers. Um, And we're going to try and go back to streaming on YouTube. We used to stream and we used to use Google Hangouts, which was terrible. Oh, gosh. And it's just so funny that what has changed as far as the landscape. And we have used StreamYard for quite a few things and live streams and and our patron events or our patron calls that we would have. Um, but now what we're going to do is we're going to be live streaming on the YouTube and have the live stream available, but then we're also going to chunk it up. <laughs> that just sounds funny. We're going to, you know, put the little segments out on YouTube. Maybe if we're just talking about one little thing, so a little bite-sized 10 minute thing, and then another one, another one. Um, so you can check us out on YouTube as well. But the full podcast obviously will always be available as a podcast. So just just a heads up so you can know. Yeah. So, I mean, we're just here's the thing. Like, we really want to be able to put out more content, but still our lives are pretty hectic and lots mm-hmm. of things happening. And so we we aren't going to be able to guarantee that we're going to have like a schedule. But uh, basically, like today, for example, Morgan had things that were like, oh, I can't do it right. Give me t- another 10 minutes or something like that. So it's like, we can't go yes. ahead and say five o'clock guys every time. Um, but it is, we're just going to, we're, we're trying to take the pressure off. Hopefully, as hopefully well we'll be as, able to get to that point. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Right. But yeah, we're maybe like at nighttime, but you know, we're late for us, but yeah, in this current but- situation, we're just doing the best with what we have. And so if you happen <laughs> sure. to be on <laughs> and if, if you happen to be online and we also happen to be online, you'll see it. And please come and, and make sure to set your notifications uh, for YouTube if you want to join us online as well and be in the chats and all the things. So if you set it your your notifications, then you'll know more in ad- more in advance. But it's going to be fun. We're, We're excited. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm excited to hang out more and talk to more people and get the gang back together. As far as patrons and whatnot, like we've, that's one thing I've always just appreciated about the patrons. It's like, they really have become just some of our best friends. So we, we don't get, or, and just the friends that, you know, you, you love, but you haven't, you don't talk to very often. And now you're like, oh, come back. So that's where I'm at. (laughs) Come back guys. (laughs) So we'll be revamping some of the things in our patron program and relaunching that. And then we'll be hopefully live streaming future episodes here on YouTube so that you can check out. So do that. It's going to be fun. And we're excited for more. So again, if you have any ideas for future episodes, let us know. Send us voicemails. And until next time, we, we are, are the, the Rotoscopers. Rotoscopers. You've been listening to the Animation Addicts podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave us a five-star review. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to help spread the word, be sure to share the podcast with your friends on social media. Just don't forget to tag us at Rotoscopers on Instagram and use the hashtag Animation Addicts. For all the links and full show notes for this episode, go to rotoscopers.com slash podcast. Now, if you still can't get enough for your animation fix, be sure to subscribe to on YouTube and visit rotoscopers.com 